Kevin! What's up? Ah! Hey, I was uh, I was driving home today and I was bored like I usually do when I drive home. And I started thinking like, what's the weirdest, like dumbest persona you ever encountered in the wild on the internet? Like, is there is there any that sh jump out at you as like, wow, whoever made that character up went about a went about a thing, did a did a war crime? I don't know if this counts as a persona, but frog tours. I don't know what that is, so I'm gonna look it up. So you know how there's like a centaur where it's like a man on top and then a horse on the bottom. Yeah. So it's just a frog on the bottom. Oh, this is kind of neat. There's like there are some logistical issues to centaurs, but it's like they've been around in mythology long enough that we we shelf the fact that they're like six limbed mammals. But yeah, frog tars never have a pleasing like profile. They always look awkward. It's like they're, there's something about it where it's like, I get that this person probably likes frogs and saw like a centaurs and mermaids. And they're like, well, I'll just do a frog one. But it like never works out. I'm the, Okay, I'm going to have to go to like Fur Affinity or something because Google's not giving me a whole lot of good stuff. But frog tar. Oh, there's not a whole lot here either. There, th This one. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't really work like. It looks like uh, it, it belongs in like a Cronenberg movie where I see like this blue leopard frog. Yeah. Um, and then it, it turns into like a cheetah-esque person uh, with blue hair. And like from a, a oh. color perspective. <laughs> it's funny. That's the first result on my Google search. Yeah. I, I don't I don't hate it in theory, but on paper it is it is a little disturbing um partly because I think like, the colors are neat the patterns are neat the shape is like odd it just looks like it a feels mad like there's a balance issue up. yeah i'll sell this design for 12 dollars paypal only that was two years ago i wonder if anybody bought it probably not because they probably would updated what about you so i remember one it was it was some kind of like pink lizard or pink dragon that had like two different sheets of information for it. One for like Dungeons and Dragons role playing and then one for sexy role plays. And the D&D style role play was like from what I remember fairly boring other than like okay yeah the thing was really strong and it was really fast and it could regenerate its limbs so fast to the point where like you couldn't really kill it cuz it, it it didn't want this this person who made this was like no I'm invincible no one's going to kill me. And it's like, okay, fine, like, that's all stupid and whatever. But then it had, like, an even longer list of attributes for its sexy roleplay if you wanted to if you wanted to, to do that with this person. And I remember, aside from, like, the magical giant dick and tongue, right? Like, it had stuff like, when it sweat, it smelled like cherry blossoms. Or its, it's semen tasted like, I don't know, like, Starburst or something, or Skittles or something like that, like... It had this list of just goofy shit. I think it's saliva tasted like cherry coke because it was pink. So there's a lot of like cherry flavored and strawberry flavored aromas and things around it. And it was funny. I don't know. I, for whatever reason, I thought of that on the way home from work today. And I was like, I have to I have to surprise Cameron with with that. No, that's a good question, because I also I'm not sure if like a demi human counts as a persona. So I'm still thinking about like what the worst persona I saw was. Um, I think so. Wait, your answer is what? What? It just my the text is, on the picture. 
my my answer is this guy's this guy's persona, whatever whatever it was, just because it had all of these really specific rules for having sex with it. Because uh, you're describing uh, an F list. Wait, that's actually Are you familiar a thing? with that site? How do you spell it? I think it's F dash list, but also don't go there because it's horrible. But <laughs> like we like to laugh about E621 or whatever, but like F list is kind of the thing where I'll be playing Warcraft and someone's RP profile, they'll link to their F list and it's like a red flag. I don't want to talk to the person at all. Oh, okay. And not to be judgmental about what they like. Rather, it's a red flag that usually if you're using that website to describe your character, it's like... Uh, there's like an anal quality to how detailed like all your custom yeses and nos are to an extent where it's like there, there's no point in having a human interaction. You could put this into a computer and it would determine if you should talk to someone or not. Like it's so complete and thorough. Yeah. Wow. That it's unsettling and it takes the, maybe the fun away from like meeting someone anyways. Sure. I just like, like I understand I having some weirdos like, a out there, but they stuff. don't have F lists. Like to me, to me, it makes sense, right? If you're really into like uh, erotic role play and you have like your list of things that you want to do and about your character, that I, I get it, right? Because you're 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 it's like a business tra- transaction where you end with with a wank. Fine. It's sort of just like no, my character when he sweats, it smells good. My character is never gross ever. His asshole is always clean, even though that's just not possible. That kind of stuff, like, to me was really funny because it was, like, one of those, like, wasn't even what I would call, like, a sparkle dog persona. It was a pretty, like, basic-looking, like, lizard thing that was just kind of a different hues of pink and purple. It, it, then it was just, like, but here's here's my list. Here's all my rules. And it's, like, why? Well, that's that's so many, and so many of them are just dumb. Like, and it, 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 it stuck with me because I, I, I think that it's been... Seven years since I ran into this this particular character, if not longer, um, and I still remember. Yeah, so that says something. Yeah, I think uh, the other thing with Evlist I had a bad experience with was I, I clicked on someone's link once, and you can include pictures of what your character looks like on your profile, and one of the pictures included artwork that I drew that they stole. Oh wow. And that was a surreal, like, oh, it's a small world, you know. And it's yeah. like I told the person, oh, that's funny. Your your uh, your panda character. I actually drew that. That's my my Warcraft panda character. And then they like blocked me because I think they were afraid I was gonna like threaten them or something. Sure. And it's like there's just like a I I get this vibe that people that use that website frequently tend to have some sort of like varying social disorders. If you're so afraid to have fake roleplay sex that you don't want your character to smell bad, like that doesn't, that just doesn't need to come up, right? Like when you're typing out what's going on and what you're experiencing, like no one has to be like, and it smelled like sweat today. Uh, so you're bringing that upon yourself if you're like, no, I only ever smell like cherry blossoms ever. I like the animes, you know? It is very, it's very, very well, anal. I, I think it's okay. To have that preference. I think it's weird to list that up front. Where it's like, before you talk to me, you need to understand this. Yeah. Here's like 17 pages about, you know, the, the, here's how I clip my toenails kind of detail. Where it's like, it, if it comes up in the role play, 
that you 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 say, oh, I think it's time you clip your toenails. Your toenails are kind of long. It's like you didn't read the literature. My toenails don't grow. That's a lie. I think they had You've a glow in the dark me. dick too. And it's like you know what? Why not take that to a rave? Ah. Uh. Okay, I want to pick my bad persona. I want to say I have a problem with slugs. Huh, I haven't seen a whole lot of um uh slug personas. Um, there's nothing wrong with them, but I personally, I kind of like, I don't know. There, there's something about the design where it's kind of like, I get what you're trying to do, but it feels like you never pulled it off right. Like it, it almost got too far away from the actual animal. I feel that way with snakes, too. You ever see, like, a snake fursona where they put legs on it? And it's like, no, yes. just be a lizard then. Yeah, I, I so in my first book, um, which has a bunch of talking animals in it, it's actually got nothing but talking animals. They fight some snakes, but I, I, I make them the legged, armed snake kind of fursonas. They're just shaped slightly differently. They're a lot more tubular, a lot taller, skinnier. My brother did not like that, and he he will still, like, if you ask him about that book, I think that is, like, one of his gripes with it. And I didn't see any problems with it because I was like, oh, well, here you go, right? Like, I've seen this. This is valid. This is fine. Other people have done this. And then it turns out there's actually well, a big so debate. Snakes don't have arms, but you add the arms, and it's fine. Uh, snakes well, don't have wings, thing. and you add the wings, and it's like, oh, okay, that's what you're doing. And you add legs, and it's like, well, now you're just being silly. Get out of here. So I typed in slug I don't know why. into uh, mm-hmm. Fur Affinity, because I wanted to see some examples. And there's a lot of non-slugs, and then the stuff that I'm seeing is like Return of the Slug Ponycock, and it's just like, it's not what I'm looking for, Cameron. There's There's not a lot of slugs. Oh, now, you know, it's funny. I did a search for snails, and I found this adorable uh, snail in a little, like, hoodie. And it's, uh, his shell has a crack on it with a big band-aid, and it's just, like, a charming oh, little that character. Is, that is cute. I found this slug. It's got some tits, but otherwise it's pretty pretty safe for work. That doesn't really oh, look they that much like a slug, Oh, they kind of look like a slug, sea slug. Though. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. I like the color on that. It's got a lot of, um, it's, like, orange, blue, purple, like, and then a lot of white. So the, yeah, that that's that's good. That one's fine. Um, maybe this one. Oh, you know, I found a higher quality one. Take a look at these two. I guess it's another one of those things, right, where slugs don't have legs. And so when you see this with legs, you're like, oh, but it's, is that really a slug, though? It looks more like a, like a salamander. Right. Where it's just like, it's it's something about it isn't working, but I can't pinpoint exactly why, because it's not necessarily a logical issue. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, also glass houses. Um, sure. I like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I probably have my own brain problems too. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> anything's bad. Oh, so you know what I've been doing this week? What? Um, for whatever reason, I got back into No Man's Sky. Oh, cool. And it's Way really less embarrassing thing I to talk played about. Played that at lunch. And it's been a long time, and there have been so many updates, and I've tried to kind of get back into it, but every time the updates really put me off, because it's just not the game that it was anymore, and it's not relaxing anymore. Sure. So I decided this time, you know, I'm going to tough through the tutorial part again. I'm going to try and, like, get away from the all the talking and stuff, and just, like, actually uh, like find my own enjoyment in it, and, like, really just tough through it. 
And now there's a lot more talking and NPCs and dialogue and stuff. But part of that is um, you have this like alien language that you don't know. So characters will talk to you and it's such like it's all gibberish and you can't tell what to do uh, until you learn the language more. Um, but what's neat, like I said earlier, I like Song of the Hedgehog, right? So I'm like a turbo autist. And yeah. just like uh, the Predator from 2018 taught us, if you're autistic, that means you can speak with aliens and fly their spaceships. And so I've been having a great time in No Man's Sky because I, I can bypass all those language puzzles. <laughs> so I guess that's a... Uh... A fun way to transition into our topic of of Predator. Um, yeah, we're revisiting that. I, I, Alex pointed out uh, that we already talked about Predator, but I think we're going to have a different conversation this time. That so, was also four years ago. Get over it. Yeah, also, he said we didn't bring it up too much there. It was sort of uh, like a, a, a sliver of the conversation, because I think we were talking about aliens in that episode. Uh, and then it's like, oh, well, there, there's always Predator right next door, right? So for this one, I want to I want to deep dive a little more into Predator because I think that could be a fun fun thing to talk about. I just got done reading a really old Predator comic that was pretty fun. I want to talk about that, but I want to I want to know what your experience with Predator was like. When did you first see Predator? Like growing up, you know what was what was the mystery around this movie? Because I actually have some stories. Um, I never saw Predator. Something about it, honestly, was actually like not that appealing uh it, it like in the way the alien is it's always like oh man i can't wait till i'm old enough to see alien and with predator it's like well it's one of those movies sure um so the the oh yeah i sent you a Fortnite gif of predator um i think the first time i was really exposed to predator was actually that first alien versus predator movie oh wow and that's not necessarily the best introduction to Predator, but also it's just like dumb fun in a yeah. way that like a 13 year old can enjoy. So like in that way, it wasn't the worst. And I've developed more of an appreciation of the character since then. Uh, and, and like the premise makes sense. Like, I, I think it's cool. I think uh, Predator in was he in Mortal Kombat? I know he was yes. in some fighting game where it's like he was kind of my go to. Because I like this kit. He's a very cool monster. He looks cool. I like his face. I like his mask. He's got neat weapons. Like he's just a well done, like visual creature. Yeah, I don't know if you I know like what it was. Mortal Kombat. He's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fits in with those designs so well, but also like I remember the finisher was always like ripping out the person's uh like skull and spine. Nice. Very on brand. I don't, I'm trying to think of when I saw the first Predator movie, how old I was, because I may have actually seen, I think I saw Predator 2, Aliens vs. Predator, and then Predator 1. Um, so my story is, when I was in middle school, no, this was when I was in elementary school, so this would be K to K to 6, uh, I had like that one friend who had an older brother, like, who's much older than him, and so he, he got to see, like, all the scary movies and all the action movies, and because and, his older brother was like, hey, I'm watching this, you want to watch it? The parents aren't home. And so... Like, he saw Aliens and Alien before I did. Eventually, I ended up seeing those pretty young because I had a neighbor who who liked those movies. And so he's telling me about Predator and, like, how, like, this, you know, crazy this monster is. And, you know, he's silent and he rips people apart and he's got lasers and he's got 
claws. They're big. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to watch this movie. So, of course, like, hey, as parents, can we, can we rent Predator? I want to see Predator. And at first, they're like, yeah, sure. I guess we don't care. Like, what's the, what's the worst, right? And then they think about it for a bit. And it's like, you know what? We, we got to watch this first. And then we'll let you know. And the answer was, no, you, you, you cannot see this movie until you're older. And I was mad, but whatever. Um, and then, God, I don't remember how old I was when I did see it. But when I did first watch it, I kind of got it. And it wasn't because the movie's really violent. But it's because there's a lot of really grotesque sexual humor. Like when they're introducing all the, the, the characters, the, the, the humans. Um, and the, like the lines like, I'm a t- goddamn sorex- sexual tyrannosaurus, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, uh, fifth grade Chad probably, <laughs> probably did. Yeah, you kind of glaze that. over that one. Right? It, it's, it's funny, too, because my friend who saw it did not mention any of that stuff. I don't, I don't think he got it. The whole like, uh, God, I remember one of the jokes was he, talking about someone's pussy and he repeated the joke because it was so big it had an echo. And it's like, ah, that's kind of funny. But, like, I don't think I would have got that, and I don't think my friend did at all, right? Because he's like, no, man, the Predator's so cool, and they have machine guns, and, you know, just because you're, you're, you're nine or whatever, you don't give a shit about any of the other stuff. You just want to watch monsters kill each other. Um, And I know the, the more times I've gone back to the first Predator of the movie, the more I'm like, I like it. But I don't love it. I don't. I don't actually think it's that great of a movie. It's fine. It, it's kind of subversive, which is cool. But it's also still like a really dumb Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with a really cool monster. I think the monster design is really cool. I know I've said it before, but I've always found it funny that like Alien versus Predator is this really fun comic book kind of mashup. But the alien is a predator, and the predator is an alien. Oh yeah. Because, like, they really, they go to where the alien is. Like, the humans are the alien in that situation. Mm-hmm. And that's my, my little joke I tell myself to, before I go to bed. Um, I like that. That's but a good joke. more on topic with the Predator, I, I think the Predator looks really cool. It's perfect. I think it's neat when its helmet comes off towards the end and you see this, like, really alien-looking monster. Yeah. Like, it's not just, a, you know a green Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like this other thing where it's like, man, whoa, crazy. Oh, yikes, it's spooky. Almost like they could have gotten away with that being the design, but the idea that it has its like warrior space helmet on the whole time, it it makes it a little more sophisticated in a way where it's not just, um, it's not just an alien. It's there on purpose. Yeah. And I think that adds something to the, the setting in a way. There's a lot of really good like visual storytelling with all of its 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 kit, right? Where how it fights, it's invisible, but it's got like the webbing on it. And I know in like the comics and and in books and novelizations, like it describes like that that stuff's like heated. So if it goes into cold environments, it can like heat itself up. So it's basically wearing like a mesh tank top, but it's got heaters in it, which is really funny. But then it's like, oh, okay, so this is a cold-blooded creature. But also because it's a cold-blooded hunter and killer. Like, oh, it's on it's on topic. It makes sense. Um, I liked in Predator 2 that it kind of has, like, a code of honor. Like, it doesn't attack people that aren't... Well, I guess that happened a bit in Predator 1. But, you know, it doesn't attack, like, people that aren't armed or that aren't attacking it. Like, it, it, it's hunting specific types of prey. I think that's neat. I like that. I think its best use is just like when it shows up in a situation it's not supposed to be in and just starts fucking things up because that's the first two movies. And 
I think structurally as movies, they work better than the other two movies. And it's largely because it's like, hey, what if we had like a, a crime nor story and then a fucking alien came in and started like messing everything up, right? Like it's like, oh, that that's cool. Or, oh, the, these guys got to go into to Vietnam or whatever that country was and they got to do a military operation and save some people and destroy some terrorists. And then the predator shows up and it just gets in the way. Like it's such a simple hook, but it works really well. It's super effective. Man, uh, I would kind of want to talk about like hypothetical stories we would do later. But when you frame it that way, I really like the idea of just dropping Predator into any situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I kind of want one where the Predator shows up during World War II. Oh, that'd be cool. Or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, thinking there's other things going on <laughs> and it's just kind of like, well, wait, what, what's this thing? Wait. Yeah. And I think that works really well. And also period piece stuff. Cause I don't, I guess I don't know if, if predator two was really a period piece movie when it came out. I think that was probably supposed to be like the eighties, but watching it now where it's like, Oh, it's the eighties. They don't have cell phones. They don't have modern technology. No one's on Twitter. Like, Predator as a character works really well if you go back at least 20 or 30 years. Um, the comic I just got done reading was take, was during the Cold War. And so it's like a huge height of, of United States versus Russia. United States is going into Russia to, to do some stuff in Siberia. Predator shows up. Oh, no. I like I like that. I, I've seen stuff where he like Predator shows up uh, and fights a you know Native American. There was a there's a comic book with that. And I think that took place like around the Civil War. Awesome. I would love to see Predator do some shit during like uh, Prohibition, and you got like the uh, the whiskey smugglers and, and you know fighting the fighting the law and fighting each other, and you know all that like kind of political crime drama uh, that would take place during what was that the 1920s, I think. Yeah. Um. So and you got that you know you got the the people are talking in like the 1920s and they they're dressed that way, and then fucking Predator shows up and like he's got all these crazy weapons and they, they have really normal ass like handguns and tommy guns or whatever was available then i haven't thought this through very well well no but bullets like, are bullets right but like that mesh is stuff right like i think i think it works really really well when it's you're not just at a disadvantage because he's a, an alien with cloaking abilities but you're like you're at a disadvantage because you don't have a bazooka right you don't have tanks you don't have infrared cameras you have Maybe phones, but they're they're you gotta use the ring dial like it, it you gotta dial in and, and get a hold of an operator and be like, hey, can you patch me through to so and so? Predator versus Andy Griffith, you know, kind of thing. You know, that would actually be kind of fun. Like the little small town sheriff trying to explain it's like, no, there's no Bigfoot out there shooting guns at people. Yeah. But it took Clarence, and then I heard Clarence's voice, but I knew he would dead. I kind of, I just like the idea of, like, mob stuff, like, like, the Godfather, but Predator isn't the Godfather kind of thing. Oh, man. I bet there's a bunch of interesting uh, stories you could do, though. Well, and that's the thing, like, right? You is could like kind of just roll the dice on anything. And just what if Predator would showed up there? <laughs> right. And I think you could make it work because part of the point is like the movies never take themselves that seriously. The first movie is pretty goofy. And then I think like the whole point is like you're subverting a genre like Predator subverts 
crime dramas. He he subverts uh, action movies where everybody's shooting from the hip and things are exploding for no reason. Like that's why those first two movies work so well. And it's it, it. I'm surprised we only have four Predator movies, not counting the AVP ones. And that the the second two are not about. They don't follow the formula at all. And I kind of like the the third Predator movie. I think it's fun. There's some cool stuff in it. I like what it does to the lore of like there's predators and there's super predators and they got dogs and, and other hunting stuff and the planet they're on is kind of neat. Predator 4 is dumb. There's funny bits in it, but it is largely a stupid movie. But like the, the, the point of Predator and like the way these the first two are structured, like you could make so many of these and I don't think you have to make them extremely expensive because at the end of the day, it's like a horror movie and it's the monster. You don't need to see it a lot. You just need to see what it did. And you have a couple of good action scenes, you know, between that. And I don't, I don't know why, like, all the, I just don't know why it didn't happen. Like, it makes, it's such an easy thing to do compar- comparatively. Like, doing an Aliens movie is fucking hard. Because there's a lot more lore and, like, Rip, Sigourney Weaver is, like, the main character. So you gotta work with her. Uh, not so much anymore, obviously, but. It just seems like we could have had so, so many cool Predator movies over the last couple decades, and we just didn't. Yeah, I actually kind of agree. It's weird that we only have four, and that only two of them are really Predator movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, but back to what you said about how like you don't have to see it that much. Do you remember the original design? I do not. So... When they were working on the movie, uh, the original design for the Predator was uh, a very strange kind of monster where it was almost like bones. Like like its head was like a wolf skull. It it didn't really make sense. It has a weird silhouette. It it's kind of cool. lanky. Like it's not really human shaped. Yeah. There's like a bug quality. It looks like it belongs in a B-tier movie. Like it definitely... I, I, I don't yeah. hate the design, but it does knowing what it turned into, like it doesn't really work. Like I would I would expect to see this in like Mass Effect or something like that. Like this is the fodder in a sci fi movie and like these guys are walking around with like machine guns that shoot lasers really fast, and then they're getting, you know, torn apart or whatever. Yeah, so the story goes, um the first day they were filming with the Predator, the guy walked out in the suit and the crew started laughing. Oh, and really? the director was kind of like, well, that's not the reaction we were going for. Maybe we should go with that other design. And they like they called in the guy. He's like, hey, can you, can you help us redo the alien? It's not it's not looking right. But I think they had uh, this might be wrong, but the, they had like the costume the, with this weird bug looking thing. But they also had uh, like just a shape one that was a red screen. And they used that for the effect where it's transparent. Yeah. Um, and so it's just this like red rubber suit in the loose shape. And I think they used that for a lot of the transparent scenes because it was obscured enough that it didn't really matter. And so they sure. were able to film those shots while they were working on the, the new costume. But just this weird like foam lobster man running around. It's so uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say it's not very iconic compared to what we ended up getting. No. Apparently, NECA did a, a figure of the original design. That's cool. They ago. would, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, like, that. that's a neat figure. Uh, that's vaguely tempting to get if I can find it uh, for not a ridiculous Just because the story's there, you know? Yeah. And also, just, like, I only have two Predator figures. So it'd be cool to get another one, but then to, like, 
you went a little different, right? Oh, so I found um, there's video on YouTube of some of the, the test footage and screen footage they used. If you look up Predator Original Suite, no, Original Suit with Jean-Claude Van Damme on YouTube. Should I hit play? Three, two, one. Yeah. I hit play. I guess I didn't count down. I did not know Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed to be in this movie. Weird, uh, weird history. And honestly, I'm glad they fixed it up. Oh, yeah. Because I think the end result's good. Um, it's a cool design. Still. It's a very popular skin on Fortnite. Ha! So, I kind of spitballed how, uh, like, I want to see a World War II Predator. If you had to direct a Predator movie, mm -hmm. what's your approach? Are you doing, like, a new story, or are you doing, like, maybe a more adequate sequel? No, I would probably want to do a new story. Um... I don't okay, want to be I got an idea for a to... short film. Uh, astronaut goes to the moon, and he lands, and uh, and the predator's there, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he he fumbles for his camera, but he drops it and it breaks. But then an army of uh, Martians show up, and the predator's fighting off the Martians because that's why he was there on the moon in the first place. And the astronaut's standing there like, oh, man, the guys are never going to believe this. And he's, like, trying to get the the film back in the camera, but it's not going right while this action is going on. But he just keeps, like, fumbling it center frame. And maybe this is, like, a Nissan commercial or something. That would be that would be pretty funny. It's a Super Bowl commercial, right? Yeah. Um, I like the idea of, like, of... of getting really weird like that with commercials i'm surprised i know we are kind of slowly getting more surreal strange commercials but like i would love a super bowl commercial that is like a whole like a 30 second horror movie and you're just like i don't know what that advertised because everybody would talk about it and eventually you'd be the company and be like ah it was us and people would be like oh that was a cool ad i don't i don't know i think i think eventually we will get there that won't surprise me Oh man, this fucking figure is cool because its head, its its mask is the head of the original, but when you take it off it has like an actual predator head underneath it. Fuck, I kind of want I kind of want this figure. Where the hell can I buy this? But yeah, I would um I'd want to do I'm an original. Oh yeah. Because um you're not beholden to any of the lore. And I know one of the things with this comic I just read that was kind of neat, but kind of not neat, is, like, the main character is, is Dutch's brother. So Dutch is, is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first Predator movie. And so there's this direct tie-in. And it's set, you know, very specifically in this Predator universe, right? And, I mean, I don't hate it, but I also, like I said, I don't want to be tied to it. I would like to do something totally different. Uh, I would do something in the past. I'd, World War II is great. I think that could be really fun. Oh god, there's like so many options there because you could just like pick a fucking like weird obscure battle and like try to do it kind of historically accurate until right until the predator shows up. That'd be cool. I love some of the mob stuff, the crime stuff. I would want to do it in black and white, and I know that's like kind of cheesy and like oh look at this fucker doing it in black and white. But I think that would be cool, especially like if you did a lot of the gore with in color, 
You know, he's like ripping skulls apart and stuff, and like all of that. Like the blood is just like so vibrant red, it's almost pink. And you're just like, I think that would look cool. Like kind of like Mad World, right? Remember that game? Uh, yeah. I don't know what the story entirely would be. I don't know how much. I mean, it, it, it does matter, right? Like, okay, we need some characters, we need some motivation, yada, yada, yada. But I have like, I to be like, Predator is really about setting. And then. My other question for you then is how much of uh how much of this creature's like way of life, you know, lore, uh, uh history, uh, culture do you actually want to learn? Like how much Man, of that is important? So I I want a lot, but it's one of those things where it's like important to uh it's important to want it and not have it. Yeah. That that is um You know what that is a cool figure. Um but it's like, I, I, it's one of those things where I would love to see uh, what their planet is like, especially because it's like you have to imagine that they're not just hunters. Exactly. You, you know, they have to have scientists that make these spaceships and stuff. So it's kind of like, are these uh, are these the people in charge, or are these just like the wealthy ones that get to go off on hunting vacation? Um, like I, I think we once uh, we were gonna do an episode where we wrote like an alien versus predator script or something. That sounds like us. And yeah, and like the thing that I was, uh, I kept coming back to was this idea of like, what is their religion? And I wanted to have like a predator shaman that, or like high priestess or something that would uh, look different. Um, like her, her role would be different than the other predators we've seen so far, but not necessarily like we learn about their culture, just like a hint yeah. at something different for a change. Like, I think yeah. that stuff is really fun. I know in the comics and in books that I've read, like it was fun when people were making up stuff about their predators and like the rituals and, and, and whatnot. But then I'd come away with it and, and I'd always second guess it because sometimes it'd be like kind of corny or. I don't know, maybe not the best idea. It's like, really, that's the one we're going with? And I feel like it's a figure where, like, the more answers you get, the more dissatisfied you will be. Which is kind of a shame, but to me, that is, like, absolutely just the truth. And I don't know, because one of the things, like, like okay, are these, yeah, are these are the rich guys that are going hunting, or are they somebody else? Like, who builds their spaceships? Who makes their, who makes their guns? What what is their is their culture really violent or are these just like the midwestern predators that are going on hunting trips like and there's non-violent predators too and they just happen to look like this cuz they're aliens and you know whatever um it's a it's such a weird spot to be in i think from a a design perspective and and a, and whatnot because I can't think of like any other creature or monster that has like that element to it where you you have so many questions. We've had four movies and we know like almost nothing about these creatures. And even the with the comic books, answers, the comic books are almost always like uh, just a movie, like the same kind of premise. Yep. The closest we maybe get is some of the alien versus predator stuff, but that feels so non-canon that it kind of washes away. Yeah. Fuck, I might add this figure to a cart, okay, though. I, I, I really like this figure. It's pretty nice. And like you said, you don't have many, so that might be something to keep an eye on. Uh, but I want to I wanna have another one here. Okay. okay. So it's like 1970, right? And on Predator ship, they're looking for 
uh, formidable humans to fight. And their computer identifies one human that's living in a small town. And he's killed uh, over 28 people. And no one stopped him. So he must be like a champion or something, right? Yeah. And so the Predator says, I will I will defeat their champion. And the Predator goes there. And it's Dean Coral, who's that famous uh, candy salesman pedophile that would rip the dicks off children. Okay. And the yep. Predator's really disappointed that he's not like a cool warrior. So he just like spends the whole movie like slowly torturing him to death on screen. And we just kind of clap for a while. And then, and then the predator looks in the screen and says, "He was the true predator," and, and then, like the VN text comes up and like fills the screen flush. I what you, that that set of sentences I feel like was a work of a weird art. Um, I don't know how to unpack that. I I didn't. I've never heard of Dean Arnold Coral until just now and i googled him and wiki's like was an american oh. serial killer and pederast who abducted raped tortured and murdered a minimum of 28 teenage boys and young men yeah they never so, got a real number i, I that's so historically nuts. too like i oh, think uh, man, huh? one of the one of the reasons with the 28 number um he, he had two accomplices and the reason he died was uh the accomplices felt that maybe they were next so they kind of turned on him and they turned themselves in the police and they went to the shed where Dean had them bury all the bodies. And the police had such a nightmarish time digging up and identifying the 28 bodies that were buried there that when one of his accomplices said, okay, we're done with this one. We can show you the other spot. The, the sheriff said, no, we're going to call it here. Jesus. Because it was already like, it was, it, it was such an embarrassment that this is happening under his watch. That it's kind of like okay, we we broke fifteen records on this one case alone. Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna resign. We'll just call this closed. Bye. So if Predator showed up and graphically murdered Dean Coral on film, I'd buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. That sounds fun. I like the idea. But also, I want, it's, I want, a, it's a funny pun. <laughs> I kind of want a, a, predator a Predator in in Mortal Kombat movie. Like Mortal Kombat's happening, and fucking Predator shows up and just like enlists in mortal Kombat, and he's just there and he's like the main character he doesn't talk and he's got to like give up his weapons because it's like a you know fist fighting thing oh no actually some of those fuckers bring weapons yeah oh and also like the the one cyborg guy is like modeled after predator even as like a shoulder rocket launcher yeah i don't know i i, I like the idea of like putting him in weird shit like i think the best and, and it's funny because there's like batman versus predator right and i think like maybe terminator versus predator like the comics have done weird there's archie versus fucking predator comics aren't afraid to use predator and weird stuff the 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 thing is is like how how hard do you win on the comedy because by and large not a comedic character but putting, you know, Predator versus Andy Griffith, which I would adore. I, I kind of want to write that, but I don't want to put the work into it. But, like, that idea to me is amazing. It is the best. Um, Did you ever play Mortal Kombat 10? No. I think I liked that one more than 11. Uh, here's, here's some of the cool animations they did for him. Because, honestly, he looks really good in this game. This video may be inappropriate. Good. It's the idea. 
Well, he just takes the disc and just shoves it through his head. <laughs> I love the crappy 80s effect on a laser. Yeah. Wasn't, um... Wasn't this, like, the game where... I know there was a couple of different games where, like, they wanted the gore and whatnot to be so realistic that they were making, like, the animators look at, like, actual car accidents and, like, real dead people to be like, see, see we're doing our research and, like, fuck some Well, technically, up. they had them study um, human biology in more moral ways, and they had to study uh, cow slaughters. That's not so bad. Like and it's still yeah, not that, great, that, but it's not so bad. That was it. It was a, it's bad enough. There's the rest. Of that story is very true. It, it led to some problems. Okay, I'm on filmfiction.net for My Little Pony fan fiction, and I'm typing in Predator, and I want to see what comes up. And so far, none of this is actually about Predator. It's just lots Aww. of fanfics with the word Predator in the name. Which is super... Oh, here. Alien versus Predator. Here we go. There is one. I'm not actually going to read it, but I'm glad I found one on the first page. Okay. I want Alien v. Predator, and it's like a, a legal battle. And the alien ah. keeps hissing, so his lawyer doesn't know what he wants. And then the Predator... Like, you know how he has that, like, voice box that'll mimic the sounds? Yeah. And it just keeps, like, echoing, objection. And the, and the, and the judge keeps, like, banging the gavel, like, cut that out. Objection. I love this okay, one. Luna versus um, Predator. Where, where, Princess Luna was Luna versus Predator. Princess Luna was minding her own business when suddenly Predator oh. attacks, and she has to fight him off because that's what princesses do. <laughs> I kind of like that. Um, okay, I want to talk about the future. Future. What do you think of Predator Five? Um. Let's see. How would I guess what Predator 5 is? I have a feeling Predator 5 is going to be more of a cash grab than Predator 4. Because Predator 4 like had a bit of an identity until the last third, where they crashed into a fucking jungle and repeated like the entire first Predator movie at record speed. You'd be like, look, we did it, guys. And then you come away and you're like, did the villain even die in that movie? And I remember asking like three or four people that, and everyone was like, you know, I don't remember what actually happened to the villain of that movie. Because it was a weird kind of mess of a movie with some halfway okay ideas that... I always want to acknowledge the okay ideas. Because there's things about that movie that were fun and reminded me of comic books. And then there's a lot of stuff about that movie that was just not very good. Um, I almost feel like Predator 5 is going to rehash more and be like, Oh, well, what if we... It'll take place in a jungle and um, there'll be some Marines... Are these I don't Marines? know what else will happen. Or, huh? Are these Marines? I guess they weren't Marines, but, you know, United States soldiers of some I, degree. I, I mean, they don't... <laughs> I don't know what they look like soldiers to me. Are you are you actually referencing a thing I don't know about, or are we uh, having a fake conversation? What? No, we're talk I thought we were talking about Predator 5. Oh! Wait, there is a Predator 5, isn't there? It's coming to like Hulu, oh, isn't okay. it? I, I'm sorry, I thought you saw that. Let's no, let's oh. go ahead and watch that. No, I'm dumb as fuck. I forgot this was a thing, and I just assumed we were like gonna be like, hey, let's talk about Predator Five as if it were coming out. It's like, oh, that's a new idea, but why not? Yeah, I can roll with this. I'm yes anding now. That's that was my 2022 New Year's resolution. 
No, that that was actually that was good brainstorming. I was just getting really confused as uh, uh. as you're describing things. I'm scanning through the trailer. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? There's okay, a jungle, I actually, no, but- like, I don't know if I've actually watched this. I just I know it was a thing and then forgot about it. So yeah, I'm gonna hit play in one, two, three, go. Oh, it's over. Oh shit, they're doing this comic book. So this is really You're familiar with this, then. Yeah. Okay, so far I like this. Yeah, I was going to say it feels like this is being directed better. And then it says from the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that checks out. Fuck yeah, this looks good. Yeah, it really does. I I was not expecting much. Um, it's also like they really pushing it's a Hulu thing. I'm like, oh, okay. But the but it seems fine to me, and I think maybe going to a smaller budget or something, uh, maybe that solves some of the problems with the last couple movies. Is that they had inflated budgets? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I I have to wonder what the last movie because like Rodriguez, I believe, directed it. Um, no, he did the third one. It was uh, Shane Black that directed the fourth one. And uh, I don't know, like, like on paper, that should have worked. And I feel like there was, like, studio meddling. And, like, he had this thing he was trying to do. And then, like, Fox was like, okay, but you have to put these in there. Because that felt the same way with um, Alien Covenant. Like, there's just really weird fucking decisions in Alien Covenant that I cannot imagine were in the first script. I think I'm liable to agree with you there. Which is, like, a shame, right? Because uh, there's a a version of Alien Covenant out there, and I think it was going to be just called Paradise, that would have been so good, and then then it didn't happen. And I blame Fox more than I blame Ridley Scott, but I still blame Ridley Scott. (laughs) So I don't know. You got any more predator sharings? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I, I'm thinking of like video games and stuff too, right? Um, because there's been a couple predator games. I've never really played those. Yeah. I've always enjoyed playing predator in the AVP games. And I remember back when AV when I was playing a lot of AVP two, because the predator had a lot of like overpowered shit. Like half of his kit would would auto aim for you, right? Like you'd lock on and shoot, and it would just go. The disc. His plasma thing, and then he had a he had a, actually a handgun like a plasma gun, but it shot really fast, and the bolts would like kind of pop and explode like rockets, and they wouldn't do quite as much damage, but you could shoot it really fast, so it didn't fucking matter. And like half the servers I would go to would just like have most of the predators' weapons just disabled, like you could not use them. If you tried, nothing happened, and so. It became like if you're playing a predator, you had his spear gun is like the only ranged weapon. Otherwise, you had to use his melee weapons and his net. And you had to be like an honorable predator. And that was always kind of fun Uh, because I got really good at like timing 
uh, his punches because he was really strong. So he could one shot a lot of people with his uh, kind of just main claws. But you had to uh, you had to time that kind of stuff right because otherwise, like the aliens would fuck you up. And so, like walking around as a predator and just like actually kind of interacting like one and just like fucking going, you know, toe to toe with the aliens or slashing at you and you're like dodging it and you just jab one in the face and knock its head off. It was cool. But it's funny just like the rules that were in place. Like, no, you can't use any of his annoying weapons and you can't use any of his bullshit weapons. Meanwhile, like the humans have a sniper rifle that will one shot basically everything. And so people would just it didn't have a it didn't have a reticle, but you could like put a little piece of like tape in the middle of your screen and just have one. So people would do that. <laughs> I've yeah, I've seen that too. Um God, that game was such a, a fucking rush. It was so imbalanced that it was like kinda balanced. Like every character had some kind of bullshit. And it just sort of like, I guess this works. I don't know. I was really disappointed with that Predator game that came out last year. I never played that one. A lot of people didn't. It was bad. Mm. Um, it was from the devs that did the Friday the 13th game, which was bad but fun. Like, it was buggy, but you had fun playing it. With the Predator one, it was just kind of annoying, so people, like, dropped off real fast. And they did fix it, but the the population went down too fast. Mm. And with these asymmetrical games, you need a big population. Yeah. And so um, this year, they came out with the Evil Dead game. And then that's good because they didn't rush it and it came out functional and has crossplay and everything. So it's like, I'm glad that this one turned out, but in hindsight, I really wish the Predator one was a little more successful. Sure. I It, it does kind of, I'm just kind of blown away that like, I mean, Predator is clearly a very well-renowned, well-known character, but like, I just don't understand why it's not bigger, why there's not more stuff, why the stuff that is there is not better. Because... There's so many good ideas just jam-packed into this one monster, and it's like everything kind of around it tends to not live up to that quality. It, it's I, I'm not saying like I could do better, but it, it just blows my mind that we have had multiple games that are just like okay. We've had mo- a ton of movies that are just okay or maybe not very good. We've had comic books that are kind of fun, but none of them are really amazing. Like There's still kind of this pulp aspect to it that... I don't know, maybe you need that there, maybe you don't. It's it's this weird kind of give and take, and I don't actually have an answer, which is sort of frustrating, because, like, if you put a gun to my head and said, hey, you need to write a Predator movie, I'd be like, well, one, you're, you're going ha- to have to wait a couple weeks. I can't just spit one of those out. But two, like, I actually don't know how I would approach that, because I don't know if any one answer is going to be technically the right one. I just have things I would like to see in a Predator movie. I think... I'm almost thankful that it's not more successful because that uh, shelters it from this uh, weird curse we're in right now where everything successful turns to ash in our hands. Yeah, that's fair. I'm looking forward to Prey, though. This this actually does look pretty good. Yeah, and I have Hulu, but I have Hulu with ads, and I do not want to watch that with Hulu ads because Hulu ads have been fucking nuts lately, so I'm going to have to... uh either pony up for a month of ad free and actually watch it proper or put on the old pirate hat, which is kind of like a predator mask. Oh dude, I want predator to fight Blackbeard. Yes. Predator and pirates would be fucking dope because it's out of its element in a way because it's like, 
they can't do much on water, so it'd have to stay on the ship, right? Yeah. Dude, how has there not been Predator with pirates? I don't know. Maybe there's not much you can do there, so there's not many like interesting set pieces to go through. I guess. I don't know. I feel like the human characters tell the story. So you need a good hook with the human characters, a good whatever. And it doesn't a matter what it is. A pirate hook. Yeah. But like like the pirate really or the predator doesn't really need to show up, show up until the third act. He's just kind of in the background making people's lives miserable for the first two. I don't know. I, I this was fun. I, I feel like we had a productive sixty minutes of conversation about um Predator. How about Predator at the IRS? And like the tagline on the poster it, it says they steal your money. He steals their skulls. Ah. Uh, I don't know. How about a glad space? I think I'm out of good ideas. I am also out of good ideas. What am I glad about today? Um, I actually don't know. I know. I've been watching season three of the Orville. How is that? It's pretty good. It's my glad space. Is- is there Redenbacher in it? No. Aww. Uh, I think it got canceled, and so Seth MacFarlane said, hey, you know what? That's okay. I'm going to go to Hulu. And uh, spoiler alert, Hulu is letting him do what he wants, and so there's a lot less fart jokes, and it's like, it's actual sci-fi. And he, he kind of commented about how, uh, how he's much more happy working with Hulu, because the show's turning out the way that he wants it to. And it shows it's very good TV. It's also very good Star Trek. Like this, uh, the uh, season three opener, it got very dramatic very fast. And it was very heavy and complicated. Are you ever going to watch it? Probably not. So this is spoilers for anybody out there, which is contradictory because I am recommending you watch it. But I'm going to talk a little bit more to Buffer while you look for a skip button or something. But um, the spoiler part coming up here. So uh, there was a thing. I think the season two finale or something. Um, it, it, there's a robot on the crew. And it turned out that he had like secret programming that he didn't know about. And his whole mission was uh, to spy on humanity and determine if they're worth saving or not. And the robot army showed up and said, we don't think you're worth saving. And there was a big, like, war against the robots. And uh, the robot crew member helped save the day uh, because he, he he decided differently. And isn't that nice? Um, but he's very much a robot. Like, he doesn't have emotions. He doesn't understand things. It's like a it's such a, like, hypertrophy kind of character, right? Yeah. Uh, so this episode, <laughs> it's like, it opens, and even though this whole thing happened, they reinstated him, and basically half the crew is, like, uncomfortable with him, because he was spying on him, and it led to this war where, like, the friends died. So, it's like, yeah, people don't really want you on the ship anymore. <laughs> it's like, and some people are getting mean with him about it. And it's like... Uh, what's interesting is there's a scene where he goes to the mess hall and he just, he, he tries to emulate socializing with the crew because that's what he normally does. And everybody just sort of like stays away from him. And one person explains to him, Hey, everyone hates you because I had to watch my friend die because of what you did. Oof. Um, so fuck off and get off the ship. 
and he's kind of like beep boop whatever and he goes back to work he goes back to uh his area where he works and someone painted in red paint over the computer's murderer and so it's like well we we should you know people are vandalizing the ship we should probably raise it to the captain so the captain's looking into it and security's looking into it and like well we don't know who got paint on the spaceship that's kind of weird and while they're figuring it out um somebody reports to captain yeah well i was in the mess hall and and a couple of crew members said some mean things to him and and the captain's like well isaac is that true and he's like yes the crew has been very mean to me uh that you know this has been going on for several weeks and he's like why didn't you say something he's like well words don't hurt me i've just been taking note of the of their behavior i've been learning a lot about human anger and it's like it keeps going on like this where the crew they're all dealing with complicated emotions and it's like he's not and in a way that almost makes it worse because he can't feel the pain and and uh, empathize with them uh and then uh someone <laughs> like he i guess i don't want to say too much um but he ends up uh like writing a suicide note and killing himself and oh, the wow. suicide note is so in character because he like he's in the middle of doing like maintenance on the ship and so his suicide note was basically like a checklist of all the other improvements that he would make to the ship if he was still alive. And also, I wish everyone well. And then he, like, blew up his brain. And so they're looking into this, like, well, wait, like, what happened? What was this, an accident? It's like, no, I think he killed himself. And they all realize that, like, he was taking this in. He just wasn't dealing with it because he doesn't have emotions. And it's just, like, and they talk about things. And, they, and after he's dead, like, half the episode is the crew talking about their feelings still. And seeing how complicated things are, and talking about two different sides of this, and now there's like kind of four different sides to this, and and everyone has their own you know vision on it. And I'm watching this, I'm just thinking like, man, I haven't seen TV like this in a very long time. It's weird coming from Seth MacFarlane of all people. Yeah, it. it I forgot like he's like the main helm of this, and like this sounds like honestly pretty good sci-fi. Like this is very Star Trek sci-fi, right? And. I guess it's yeah. kind of neat that he's got a bit of range to him because I've been largely sick of his comedy for a bit now. Like I don't, I don't dislike it, but it's grown kind of tiresome. I, I don't need to watch Family Guy anymore, right? And I haven't in a long time. And so this show sounds like almost like the antithesis of that. And he's like, well, what if I do this? And I also know he's like a really good singer, which is kind of funny and, and crazy. But like the yeah. dude can like just belt like great singer, and it's it's interesting like the stuff he's put you know, his points into and how successful he's been with what, like he, he's, he's an interesting dude. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe I spoiled the story itself, I guess, but the reality is that it's good TV. Like I still recommend you watch it. Anybody out there with a Hulu. Um, it's just, it's good sci-fi. And I watched episode two last night and again, really strong episode. Um, it kind of just felt like what I want out of Star Trek that Star Trek isn't doing right now. But it's also sure. kind of standing on its own feet and like, I don't know. I'm really happy that it exists. Part of it feels like Star Trek cosplay, but partially it's just kind of like, yeah, they're they're just telling stories. There's nothing wrong with that. There's one of those things like, it's like, is it, if it's Star Trek cosplay, but like Star Trek's not doing what you want. Then is it really a bad thing? Like if, right? Like, yeah. No, it. I think a lot of people. It's a little reductive to just kind of say like, "Oh, I'm not going to watch Picard. I'm going to watch Orville." Like it's a, 
it's basically like a non-opinion that you just heard on the internet. But there's also truth to it. Because, man, I don't know what the hell they were doing on Picard. And then I'm watching this, and it's like, oh, they found this alien uh, race, but they, the alien race, you know, acts differently, and they don't know how to overcome this. So they're they're tre- trying to research this against the clock and figure out, you know, how to reach the... they, they got to communicate, uh, but they don't know how to make this work. And it's just like, I'm enthralled. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting like, boy, what are they going to do? Sure. Um, I guess I have a, a glad space, how, how which about, is funny. I want to know. So um, my vocal coach, Mark, his band put out a new album as of like 20 minutes ago called Liminal Right. The band is Kardashev. I have not listened to this yet. I've listened to like one song off it, but I already know it's going to be good because I like this band a lot. And so I'm going to use this, use this right now to plug his new album, Kardashev, Liminal Right. It's on Metal Blade Records. I'm waiting for the stream to end so I can listen to it from start to finish because I missed the first, like, half hour. But I think it's only, like, 40 minutes, so hopefully it won't be too long. Nice. You always bring good uh, music recommendals on here. Um, are we good to do a... I don't... The last music thing we did was that Grindcore episode. Are we are we nearing another music one, or do we want to hold back for another couple you, Actually, weeks? um surprisingly i think it is about time do you want to think about that yeah so we have two options the ones we could do music club where we recommend albums or i could do a playlist for a genre again um i don't have a preference i think i might like to do a music club okay awesome i'll have to uh i gotta think of what the fuck i want to make you listen to yeah i'll think too i will try to have it decided for next week's show though i believe i made you listen to this band already so i probably won't do that oh our last episode uncool cat only has nine listens so far oh it's only been up a day never mind that's fine yeah that was a god that was a fun conversation that was weird i hope that was fun to listen to i hope that with every (laughs) conversation we have to be honest because i always enjoy it whether it's good or not Yeah, I, I know sometimes these can be very uh, self-indulgent, but I like to imagine at least one person out there is enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I will start thinking of music, and I think we're done here, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about music, too. Um, we had a lot of fun doing karaoke recently, but also it's like the music I pick is so annoying, so it's like, boy, what can I pick... That works. Oh come on, we we I, I don't your, know. your picks are fun. You, honestly, I don't know. No, no, you bring a you bring a certain element to this where like me and Joe get nervous and try too hard, and then you're just like thotic, and you you like bring it to a level where it should be where we're being stupid and we're on VR and no one cares and no one should care. Like I I, I kind of like that you you level things out, and when Alex is around, Alex. Uh, he does that too because he's a goofball and like karaoke should be fun and you 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 and him kind of help us remember that like oh no we're doing this for fun not to like show off or to be uh scared or or whatever right we're just three friends not even near each other right we we have fucking headsets on um and so I, I think your picks are usually usually entertaining for that reason. Also, you you know, I, you clearly seem like you're having a good time, and that's infectious. So, you know, please don't feel bad about any of that. Like, obviously, if you want to do more serious stuff, do it. I'm not going to tell you not to. But don't feel bad about the stuff you do do. 
I said doo-doo. Because I'm going to make you listen to Hatsune Miku. Oh, God. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean? Where there's like a... <laughs> what was... um? You've seen that comic where there's like... There's a guy with like an angry mask on. And the guy says, like, well, why are you wearing that mask? Why don't we just look what's underneath? And then, like, underneath, it's, like, even angrier. So it's like, well, why don't we just leave that mask there? Yeah. You you, you tolerate my cringe that I share publicly. And then you, you get a glimpse into the true cringe. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, the Vocaloid stuff can be interesting. I sent you a Vocaloid song, like, a couple weeks ago that was pretty cool. So I'm not going to, like, pretend I don't appreciate that. Kind of music. But do you want to listen to, like, 13 of them in a row? If you pick it, I will do it. I might throw that playlist together. I'm, it's uh, a little weird. You know what? Yeah, I might rip songs from the game, because a lot of those are, like, optimized to kind of sound a little better than the real songs. Oh, sure. And not, like, an actual album. I have, I have yeah, so we'll many see. options. We'll, we'll have fun. Yeah. We always do. But I think... Um, until next week, I hope everyone out there has a predator um, in the bedsheets and an alien in the suit. What's the saying? Um, uh, I, I was trying to think of a comedy saying, and I couldn't do it off the top of my head, and then I realized I don't actually know what the original saying is either. Um, okay, the original saying is lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. Okay. So I guess I guess um, Predator 2 in the streets and Predator 1 in the jungle. There you go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody! Hit stop.